Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy, it's the Simple Programmer Podcast. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez from simpleprogrammer.com. So I got a question here about agile software development. Actually, I've got a few questions, so I thought I would summarize the questions by by answering it uh, or by merging it into one simplified question, which is, what is agile software development? Or, John, could you tell me what agile means, what agile software development is? So, this is such a complicated question. <laughs> yet so simple. So I think there's a lot of confusion about agile software development because agile is really amorphous, right? What I mean by that is that it doesn't really mean anything by itself. There's so many different ways that people interpret what agile means and agile software development. I've done quite a few blog posts on agile software development. You can check out here there's a should be a link for uh, how to build agile software and it's got uh, quite a few links there some of them are, are a little bit dated but that can kind of give you an idea of what agile development is and how to do agile development but i'm going to give you sort of my definition of agile development and different people will disagree but i think it's it's a useful model to look at you know the the world of software development so Let's talk about what came before Agile and kind of development processes and history. So mostly before people started doing Agile development, before it became popular, there was a development process known as Waterfall. Now it wasn't called Waterfall, right? For those of you that are, are history buffs, the developer history buffs, it, it, in general, right? There's some papers, some references why I got the waterfall name. We're not going to get into all of that. But essentially what happened was that there was a development process that followed the software development life cycle, which, you know, basically went through the different phases from, uh, you know, analysis, coming up with the problem of you know, gathering requirements to doing design, right? To implementation, right? In the code to testing and then to deployment and release maintenance, you know, different people make different steps out of those, but essentially that order with very small overlaps, right? So if you had a software development project in the past, mostly, not everyone followed this, but mostly the general way that it was done, and still it's done a lot of places, honestly, this way, is that basically you do, you, you come up with a project timeline and you figure out how long these different phases are going to take and you plan on being in those phases during that time. So for example, you might have like a six month project or let's say a year project and you say, okay, well, it'll take a couple of months to do the requirements gathering and analysis. And then we're going to spend another couple of months doing design. And then it should take us three months to implement it. And then one month to test it. And then, you know, and you make your project use Microsoft project to plan out all these activities and hopefully it all works together. But what ends up happening is majority of the time, 90% of the, the software development projects, they, they run late because it's really hard to plan these things out, right? 
because you don't know what's going to happen. And a lot of times you end up bouncing between phases, right? So you end up saying, oh, well, wait, we're not quite ready for tests. I thought we were ready for tests, but there's like a feature change. The customer wants this or this didn't work out right. Or you implement the wrong thing. So you're back to designing and analysis and maybe back to re-implementing it and testing it again. So Agile sort of developed out of a lot of different threads, right? So there was a, a bunch of uh, smart people that were sort of on their own and, and kind of collaborating and, and figuring out there's got to be a better way. We need to come up with some methodologies and processes. And, and some of these things happen in silos. You know, you've got Kent Beck who invented extreme programming. And I think that was like early 90s really when it, when it started. And then you've got uh, people like uh, Bob Martin who uh, did, a, did a lot of uh, experimentation with different uh, processes. You've got uh, a few other processes. You've got Ken Schwaber, who invented Scrum with Jeff Sutherland, and you know, and they, they basically came up with uh, a, a system of, of developing iteratively, right? And there were a bunch of other pioneers and, and you know, and people in the development community that that figured out basically this, this this simple idea, which was that this doing this waterfall step down type of model it doesn't really work because because uh, of a lot of limitations. One of them just being the the time, right? That you can't plan a project very well that way. And two, because it always slips, right? And then secondly, that in the real world, like you can't go through requirements and gather all the requirements for a project because it changes, right? These these pesky customers, they change their mind all the time. This stuff changes, right? And so that's frustrating. And, and when you're on a project that has a fixed budget and a fixed timeline and you've got to go from phase to phase and someone wants to change their mind or, or you didn't gather, what you find out is you didn't gather all the requirements because no one knew because you can't know until you actually see something and then you're like, that's not right, right? And so what it, it, it really throws a wrench into a waterfall type of methodology, right? So all these guys kind of figure this out and they, they basically figured out, okay, we need some kind of an iterative model. And that's what, so Agile is really iterative, right? This is really the big difference here. So what is an iterative model? There's lots of different variations of this. There was, you know, historically the spiral model. Uh, which was more like a mini waterfall. I, I've got a blog post on on don't go chasing waterfalls and talk about mini waterfalls and why that's not really agile. And that's kind of what spiral was, which is basically taking waterfall and and just slicing it up. So instead of just doing one big you know year-long project with those you know six phases or whatever in there, you're gonna slice it up and do those six phases every month or so. And and that's that's a better approach, right? But it's still not it's still not what I call quite quote agile and iterative. So what happened? Basically, we had these different methodologies and they figured out that what makes the most sense is to iteratively develop, to evolve the software. So basically, you come out with some version of the software and you, you, if you can put it in front of the customer, that's great. And then they suggest some features or they say, oh, I don't quite like that. And then you make changes and you add more features and you're evolving it. And the whole time that you're you're making this software, you're kind of showing it to the customer, right? Or you're at least testing it, like you're going through the whole thing. You're not doing this whole... What's up, guys? John Sonmez here from SimpleProgrammer.com, and I want to tell you about my free blogging course that you can sign up for at SimpleProgrammer.com forward slash 
PBlog. Now, this free blogging course is going to tell you how to create a blog to boost your career. It's something that you definitely don't want to miss. Thousands of developers have already gone through the course, the free course that you're going to get by email, and have learned how to create a blog to boost their career, to make more money, and even to grow their own side business. It's something that Every single developer should do, especially if you're a web developer, you should have your own blog. I'm gonna show you exactly how to do it, how to be successful, how to get traffic, everything that you need to know about creating a blog and even making money from it. Just go to simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog to sign up now. Once again, it's simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog. Big upfront requirements gathering, this whole big upfront design, implementing all this stuff and then trying to test it all and finding it's all wrong, right? Instead, you're you're doing this in little pieces and you're, you're valuing feedback. So what ended up happening was a bunch of these guys got together. I think it was like the Snowbird Resort in in Utah. You know, I have to excuse me. I don't have I don't have any notes, and I'm not looking any of this up. So I'm just kind of spitballing this from memory. But essentially, I think it was might have been 17 of them. You know, there are some people you recognize, like Bob Martin and and Kent Beck and and whatnot that that were there, and Alistair Cockburn. I think uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Dave Thomas. Uh, I don't know, it was a lot, right? And then a lot of these guys actually became kind of famous for this, but they got together and they developed what is called the Agile Manifesto, right? I'll put a link here, you can check out the Agile Manifesto. It's still up and they, they, what they basically did is they just came together and said, okay, what can we agree on and what's important? And what they ended up doing was forming what really became Agile, which was basically this idea you know that this unspoken idea, first of all, that it has to be iterative development. <laughs> but uh, but in in some way, when you when you hear about the values, and you can read the Agile Manifesto, I'm just going to give you kind of the the cliff notes of it. Basically, it was like, okay, we're going to embrace change, like Ken Beck said in in Extreme Programming, right? And and what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to value change, right? We're going to just assume that in the software development project that the requirements are going to change. And we're going to develop all of our processes, everything around it, expecting change and being able to deal with change instead of being, you know, the stupid end of it where you're doing waterfall and you're like thinking that things aren't going to change. Like that's not reality. Let's face reality, right? I always talk about facing reality. Okay, so and then they said, okay, we're going to value people over processes, right? Which makes sense because sometimes you'd get into these software development projects and you'd have like fill out this rec form and there's so much paperwork and so much data and so much documentation. It was like, no, let's just like if I could just go over and communicate to you, <laughs> like if we could sit together, maybe we could work on this together, we could just solve this problem. We don't need to file 500 bug reports and file all this paperwork, right? So they, they valued people over processes and valued working software over documentation, right? Again, like, do we really need to document all this stuff? Let's just create the software and the software speaks for itself. This is ultimately what we're trying to do. So they tried to cut out a lot of the cruft, a lot of this stuff. And so that's really the heart of Agile, right? So now Agile's kind of been perverted in some ways. It's been, you know, kind of twisted. A lot of consultants make a lot of money doing Agile coaching. I understand that. I do some Agile coaching myself, but probably a lot differently than, than what, what you might expect. Anyway, out into the scene comes Scrum, okay? This is actually more of the story about it. But in order to understand Agile, you have to understand the story of Agile to some degree. So Scrum gained a lot of steam. It's a really good system. It has its flaws. I did a, I've done some blog posts on Scrum. You can definitely check that out. But 
but basically it ended up kind of defining itself as agile in most people's minds. So I think most people, when they think of agile, they think of a stand-up meeting, you know, 10-minute stand-up meeting every day where you say, you know, what, what you worked on yesterday, what you're working on today, and, and any impediments that you have. And that's a part of Scrum, and Scrum is a good process. We're not gonna go, maybe I'll do a video. If you're interested in me doing a video on Scrum, I can do a video on Scrum, but, but basically, you know, Scrum is Agile, but Agile isn't Scrum, even though a lot of people think it is. What I mean by that is that Scrum followed properly is in the spirit of the Agile development, right? And, and so what is, what is the, the, the whole you know, point to all of this? What is Agile again? To answer that question is very difficult, but essentially Agile development really is just, it, it's really defined us by the Agile manifesto. It's any development process that's an iterative development process that's you know kind of part of this movement. Again, people can debate and argue what is Agile and what's the best way to do Agile, but, but basically where you are getting rapid feedback, where you're, you're having short feedback cycles, right? Iterations if you want to call them, sprints, whatever you want to call them, and you're getting feedback from from the customer or the stakeholder and you're making those changes right as, as quickly as possible you're evolving the software that's the whole point of agile development is to be agile where you don't have a whole bunch of burdensome process documentation and and all this stuff it doesn't mean that you don't have any documentation it just means that you're cutting through the cruft and trying to like really just get to the point of of evolving and developing the software and taking the feedback into account as you're developing it to me right again this is my opinion of my definition of agile because it's so the the definition is so elusive and can be interpreted in so many ways that is it right that's the core essential things if you're doing that whatever you're doing if you're doing kanban if you're doing scrum if you're doing you know scrumbon or some kind of combination or or just some process that you don't have named that's agile development right it's not necessarily what someone tries to sell you as, as agile development and and the process is only as good agile development is only as good as the people and the processes that implement it right so i want to stress that it's not a magic bullet it's not quote better than waterfall it's it can be if it's applied correctly, but I've seen some waterfall teams that are re that have really good processes that that do do things really well and, and exceed some agile teams. So there's you know especially you know in, in some places too you know should wrap this up, but in some places waterfall does make more sense because if you have hardware that can't change that you've got to design that up front right because it's not easy to change now it's easier to change hardware than it used to be, but you know. Back back then, it makes sense, right? And there's still some situations where you you've got to be very specific and you got to plan everything and test everything out up front. You know, some of them could be mission critical, uh, medical software or avionics where lives are at stake, where you can't have bugs and you've got to have a, have things de de uh, decided and specified up front or expensive expensive manufacturing process that relies on some of this design. So. Anyway, don't want to go down that rabbit trail, but that's Agile. You know, if you have any questions, if you have some comments, if you've got some good definitions to add to this, uh, leave, a, leave a comment below. And, uh, you know, as always, I, I'd like to remind you that you can get these videos like every day because I produce like 
oh, what, what do I do? Like two, three videos a day for the most part. Uh, all you gotta do is click the subscribe button. So if you haven't already, uh, definitely click it, click it, click it. And if you'd like to join the Simple Programmer community, uh, which is pretty awesome, you know, I've got a Facebook group. There's a lot of really cool perks. If you're getting value out of these videos, you'd like to support, you know, the, the videos and join the community, uh, check out the Patreon campaign. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I think it's a, it's a good addition. And uh, I've, I've been having a lot of fun doing like patron only stuff, uh, you know, so anyway, uh, that's all I got for you today. I will talk to you next time. Take care.